0: We are on Yevamos Yedzain Seventeen B One, and we are continuing with the Gemara of the beginning of the second parak of the second chapter. The Gemara now in this recording is going to discuss a bit of a side topic uh, within Yibum, and it's going to discuss why is it? What's the source for the idea that Yibum only applies to brothers from the father's side? If it's only, it only applies if it's two brothers. That are on the father's side. If it's brothers from the mother's side, uh, so then there is no mitzvah of ibum. It's specifically when it's on the father's side. What is the source for that? And we'll see that there there are two potentially different sources uh, for this idea. So the Gemara continues, and it says yachtav. The same verse that we uh, quoted at the end of the last recording. It says ki Achim when there are the brothers are dwelling yachtav together. And at the end of the last recording. We said that from this beginning of this verse, uh, we see that they have to be alive at the same time. Uh, There's no mitzvah yibam if the brother is born after uh, the first brother who's married passes away. So yachtav, the Gemara continues and explains that yachtav, the word yachtav together teaches us muuchadim benachala. It only applies when they are joined in inheritance, that they are that they're joined with regards to inheritance. Uh, meaning that they, they inherit from one to the other, that two brothers on the father's side, uh, if uh, they inherit one another, if they're the closest relatives, let's say the father is no longer alive, uh, if they're the closest relatives, so then they would inherit one another. This is coming to exclude maternal brothers. Uh, maternal brothers uh, would not inherit from one another. Um, now, just in terms of Yerusha inheritance, uh, just uh, to keep in mind, that the fa- if the father passes away, uh, so then the children get the Yerusha on the father's side. On the father's side, it would only be the children on the father's side who get the Yerusha, who get the inheritance. Um, if the mother passes away after the father passes away so let's say the the mother is not if the mother passes away and her husband's alive so then the Yerusha, the inheritance goes to her husband uh, but if she passes away after her husband is no longer alive so then it does go to her it does go to her children the inheritance would go to her children to brothers on the maternal side um, so so they 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 would technically both do that brothers from the father's side would inherit from the father brothers from the mother's side would inherit from the mother However, they wouldn't inherit from each other. Meaning, if the closest relatives are the two brothers, the father is no longer alive, so then the brothers, only brothers on the father's side, would be able to inherit from each other, but not on the mother's side. And so that's what the Gemara is saying here, that they, who are the ones that are connected in terms of inheritance to pass it from one to the other? That only applies to, father, to brothers on the father's side. And we'll see that the part of the idea here is that Yibam is specifically... Uh, in the context of mishpachas ha'av, the mishpacha of the father, the family of the father, and there's a certain responsibility upon the family uh, to make sure that yibam or chalitza takes place. This is the first source. Rabbam, or the second source, Rabbah says, mina'av, then we discuss brothers from the father's side, Yolif achva achva mi How do we know that there's brothers from the, specifically referring to brothers from the father's side? it's based on a concept called Gzer Shava. Egezer Shava, we've had that in the past, is when you have one word in the Torah in one context and another word in the Torah in a different context, so then there is a oral tradition that once we have those words, that there's some sort of connection between those words, and we can learn certain principles from one to the other. And so in this context, it says Achim in our verse. It's not coming, according to his opinion, it's not coming from the word Yachtov, that they, they join in inheritance, but The word Achim is also found elsewhere. It's found by the children of Yaakov. The children of Yaakov actually, they say this, that we are brothers when they're uh, trying to find Yosef. They say that we're brothers, which is also, and so just like over there, it's specifically brothers from the father's side. We're talking about Yaakov had uh, multiple wives and all the brothers got together uh, to help find Yosef. Or at least not to find, in the context of, of visiting Yosef, uh, not necessarily to find them, uh, but they—they're all referred to as brothers, and they're all going down together, which is also—it's its an idea of, uh, co- of, of brotherhood, and so that only applies from the that context is from the father's side. So then the fact that they both have the same word achim, so that should tell us that the mitzvah of Yibim is specifically from the father's side. Just like over there, it's specifically brothers from the father's side. So so to over here, it's specifically paternal brothers and not. Maternal brothers. So the Gemara questions this second source. Again, we have two sources. One's from Yachtov, that they inherit each other in Yerusha. and the other one is from this Gzereshavah, from these two words that are connected. So the Gemara asks on the second source, So why don't we? We have another two words that are connected. It says Achen Bayas, and it says Achecha, with regards to the prohibition of incest, and that when it comes to incest, it doesn't make a difference whether it's your brother from your father's side, your brother from your mother's side. Both of them are uh, there's uh, It's forbidden from both sides to uh, uh, to have incest with regards to whether it's uh, a sister or whether it is a brother's wife. Those are all forbidden. So the more answer is no. There's a difference. done in Achim, done in Achim, By by the case of the children of Yaakov, it's the exact same word. It says Achim and Achim. When it comes to uh, incest, there it says achicha, not the exact same word as opposed to achim. So the Gemara asks a, a, a question on this. Is Does this really make a difference? Sometimes we make gzir shava, this principle of gzir shava, even if the word is not the exact word. And they bring a proof. Hatana bishmal vishava zui There's a certain gzir shava that we find in a different halachi context, but the point that the Gemara bring this is just to show us that they made a gzir shava, they used this principle, even though it's not the exact... Same word. So, why did that do the exact same word? the Gemara answers, oh, it's true. The Gemar answers that it's true sometimes we could derive certain laws from this principle of Exerus when it's slightly different words, but that's only if we don't have an identical word. But if there is an identical word, word, which we have by the children of Yaakov who are paternal brothers, so then we would connect it specifically to the one which is the exact. Same word. So that's that answers that question. Another question on the same approach. They weren't asks, okay, fine. But It says fine, but we have the exact same word when it comes to Lot. When Lot is when Avram is uh, is talking to Lot and they are separating from each other, but they're letting them know that we, we have each other's we have to separate, but we have each other's backs that I'll protect you. And Avram does protect Lot. Later on, after they separate, Avram, Avram then saves Lot from the city of Stone, And over there, he uses the word Achim, the actual word Achim, the same word that we find by Yibam. So, and over there, it's talking about uh, the relationship between Avram and Lot is not a brother relationship, but it is an uncle and nephew. So maybe, the Gemara is asking here, maybe the mitzvah of Yibam should apply not just to brothers, but also between an uncle and a nephew. That, let's say, uh, let's say the the uncle's uh, wife passes away. His aunt passes away. Maybe he should do yivam in that context. So the Gemara rejects this. The Gemara says no. So the were answers that no, because really it's not just the fact that the two words are similar by the children of Yaakov, where it's where we prove that it's paternal brothers, uh, but over there it's also because the verse doesn't really need to say the word Achim. The word that's, that we use for the Gezer Shavah is Achim, brothers. Over there when they're talking to Yosef, it should have really used a different word. It should say, Abadecho, we are your, your servants. But instead it doesn't use that word, instead it uses the word Achim, brothers. So they change the word that should be used. So that, the reason why they do that, why the Torah does that, is to teach us that we specifically have to use the Gezer Shavah of Achim, by Yibam, to the children of Yaakov, and not to Lot. That's why uh, the Pasuk specifically goes out of its way to use the word Achim, even though it's unnecessary. Okay, so the conclusion is that we learn out, according to the second approach, we learn out the concept of, of Yibam only being a mitzvah when it's for paternal brothers, not for maternal brothers, based on this concept of Shava, Achim, Achim, from the children of Yaakov. Just again to point out, when it comes to Lot, the suggestion was from uncle to nephew. In that case, also, it was about a, a family responsibility. Avram was telling Lot that I have the, we have the responsibility to, to care for each other, and Avram did care for him; he saved him. And so, it's all within that context that the family structure is such which uh, which requires the mitzvah of yibum, and it's specifically in the father in the context of uh, from the father's side that there's this responsibility to. Uh, to protect and, and help out your family, so 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 that's the idea of Yibam. Yibam is the brother on the father's side. He has this responsibility to continue the name of the previous marriage. A few more lines. The Gemara says, According to the second approach, we really need both the word achim, which is for the We also need the word yachtav. Again, we had two different reasons as to why, as to the source uh, for the idea of of Yibam being only within the context of a paternal brother, um, and the first source had it from Yachtov, that they, they they inherit from each other, they have Yerusha between each other, the second source comes from the Gzir of Achim, so within that approach, the Gemara now says we need the word Achim, and we need the word Yachtov, why? Because if I only had the word Achim, so then really, says the Gemara, I would have also, I could have also learned that from Lot, right? We pointed out a minute ago that Lot also has the word Achim. We did mention that Yaakov, for Yaakov, when it comes to the children of Yaakov, which is the proof, the source for paternal brothers, there the Puslik had something extra to teach us that. So the Gemara says, no, by Lot also there's something extra. Don't think there's nothing extra by Lot. Lot also, the word Achim is extra. How do we know that? There is something extra. Because when Avram was talking to Lot, it could have just said Reim, that we are uh, we're good friends, very close friends. It didn't have to say Achim, that we're brothers. We're talking about an uncle and a nephew. The fact that it says Achim, uh, the fact that it says Achim is there to teach you that uh, within the context of Lot, that maybe you should we should learn. We should derive it from from lot. That's why the pasuk not doesn't just say Achim, but it also uses the word Yachtov. Even according to the second approach, it's also there to teach you how It's also only those that uh, could inherit from uh, that they they share an inheritance that in, that they and two brothers they share inheritance from the father, but an uncle and a nephew they would never share inheritance. It's only when it comes to Two brothers do. They inherit from a father, but an uncle and nephew would never share an inheritance, which is really a separate discussion when we discuss the laws of Yerusha. When we get to it in the Daphne Shavuot, we'll discuss it then. But an uncle and a nephew, they would never share a Yerusha. They would never share an inheritance. But brothers would share an inheritance. And so even according to the second opinion, they still use the word yaftav also to teach you that don't think that we should learn that this applies to a, a, a... that yibam applies to an uncle and to a nephew. No, it doesn't apply between an uncle and a nephew because it only applies within inheritance. But also, the Gemara continues and says v'ikazor But if all I had was the word yachta and I did not have the gzirish shava, the gzirish that this second position holds, like the gzirish to learn out from B'nai Yaakov, the children of Yaakov, where it also uses the word achim. If all I had was the word Yachtov to teach me the bad inheritance, so then I would have thought havamina an interesting. Uh, thought, potential thought, it's a Hav an initial thought. Hav Maybe it's only, not just a paternal brother, but it's, maybe it's only if it's a, a full brother. If it's a, a brother that they share both a father and a mother. That's what I would have thought. That's why it's Shricha. That's why I need the, I even need the word Achim, because a full brother they inherit from each other, certainly inherit from each other. We need the word Achim to teach you that, no, it's not limited to a a complete brother, a whole brother, where they share a father and mother, we can learn out from the children of Yaakov that they are also referred to as Achim. That it applies even in the context of a paternal brother. Certainly, it applies when it's a to whole brother, they share a father and a mother. But it also applies when it's just a paternal brother. Few more lines. The Gemara asks, uh, Sigmar asks, why would you think that it's specifically when it's in the context of a brother? We said that there was an initial thought that it applies only for brothers who share a father and a mother. So asks, why would you think such a thing? We should have just said that it's based on Yerusha, based on inheritance. Even the second opinion agrees that it's based on inheritance. Inheritance, when it comes to Yerusha... It, it's all. It's based off of the father. If it, it, it go, the way to transfer it goes based on, based off of the father, and that should also apply over here. So why should we care whether or not they share a mother? As long as they share a father, what's our initial? What was that initial thought? Again, it's not the conclusion, but what the Gemara is asking, what was that initial thought? So the Gemara answers, itzrich. No, there is uh, a reasoning behind that. Uh, that original thought. The Gemara says that I would have thought that maybe it's limited. We're going to limit it to uh, the the to the least number of relationships as possible. Meaning, it's specifically two brothers who share a father and mother. Why? Because the whole concept of yibam is a novelty. The whole concept of yibam is strange. If it wasn't for yibam, this would be viewed as incest. This would be a severe prohibition. The fact that yibam makes it that it's permissible. It's really a novelty. So we're going to limit the, that novelty. I would have thought that I should limit it to only to very limited circumstances, such as where the brothers are, are, are brothers from the father and the mother. They're a whole brother. Uh, so comes the Gemara to tell us, no, wait, there's also a Gzereshava to tell us that's what you would have thought, but the Gzereshava tells us to connect it to the children of Yaakov. The children of Yaakov are just paternal brothers. They're not uh, complete brothers. And so, so therefore we learn from the children of Yaakov, which also uses the word Achim to tell us that this applies even to paternal brothers. Certainly it applies to brothers who share a father and a mother, but it also applies to paternal brothers. That concludes uh, that discussion about the source for the fact that Yibam only applies to paternal brothers. And again, the idea, the idea behind this, one of the ideas behind this, is that it's about uh, family responsibility. There's a responsibility from the family, and specifically from the father's side, to uh, continue the, uh, the, the marriage of that, first marriage of the brother who passed away without any children. Okay, we'll continue with the Gemara in the next recording.